You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Insights into Consciousness with Anna Olson. Anna Olson. Live from AnnaOlsonIntuitive.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites, askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Insights into Consciousness on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Hi, here on my segment, Insights into Consciousness on A1R Radio. Today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about some issues that I think that everybody can relate to. And the first one is going to be feedback. So when we talk about feedback, let's say like on a TV or radio show, it's basically a return sound that comes back through like somebody's earpiece or sometimes it's um, feedback like somebody's just talking to them through a microphone or something like that. So that's a little different than the feedback I'm talking about. Today I'm talking about feedback from other people. It's basically somebody giving one person feedback or somebody feedback on their performance or basically how they're experiencing them or what they see about them. So when we talk about feedback, it's really important to know that feedback is a very, very, first of all, avoided topic in most conversations, um, no matter what we're doing, whether it's at work or somebody's even working with a therapist. Um, Feedback is extremely important because what it is, is it's basically somebody giving us their perspective or their um, feedback. They're pretty much like what they see in us and they kind of grade us on it. So if you've ever been, you know, looking through um, an app or a website or a product, and of course, you know, the rating, you know, there's one to five stars. It's kind of like how many stars somebody gives us for our performance. And this can come up at work where we're, we're working and, you know, there's a whole list of things that somebody like a supervisor or a boss be give you feedback about considering appearance and maybe your job performance. Are you on time? There's, there's a whole list of things that of course we would get feedback on with the job. Now, the one that I want to talk about today is relationships and with relationships, our feedback is very important to not, is it only important to have really good communication in a relationship? It's also really good to know how to give and to receive feedback. So if we're hearing from those around us um, over and over and over again the same thing, then that means not only is it something that not just one person may have an issue with or is triggered, but it means that that is probably something that needs to be worked on first because it's going to eventually have a consequence. And if it keeps coming up, that means that we're not changing the behavior that we're getting feedback about 
which means that there can be bigger consequences down the road. So if I'm in the if I'm in a relationship with a friend, let's say, and I bring up something that's very triggering for this friend, I, I don't do this, but if I'm just give, giving an example, a random example, if I keep bringing up something that triggers this friend in a negative way, or I give an opinion that she's heard and she really doesn't want to hear it again, let's say. And I continue to do it and I continue to do it, whether that be because I forget it or it's just automatic, I'm on autopilot or something like that, doesn't really matter the reason why. The issue at hand is I keep bringing something up that's triggering a friend of mine to, to have care and safety in a relationship with somebody. Uh, we really need to respect each other's boundaries and really, really consider really seriously the person's feedback. And I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting down with somebody and doing readings for them for years, and um, they keep saying, I keep giving my spouse or my friend or my parent or my you know sibling or whoever, I keep telling them that I need this from them or that this is not okay with me. And then one day they get tired of it and they either block or cut contact or limit contact and, or, you know, they, they basically want to spend their time somewhere else. And this person is, for some reason, left dumbfounded. And I, I still don't understand how it is that people are so short-sighted and lacking in personal insight at times that they go years and years doing the exact same thing, yielding the exact same results that are negative. And they're not getting ahead. They're not increasing trust, love, and care in a relationship. They're not becoming closer. They're basically pushing the person away and causing them to not trust them. And what happens is they end up with a divorce or they end up with, um, you know, being stuck with the rent or the mortgage or they left, you know, these things have big consequences. These things have big consequences like even a, a parent or a family member not being invited anymore, not being visited or things like that. And of course there's a, a big list of things that can happen to cause that. But in this specific topic of feedback and um, just trying to give feedback um, to others and them not listening, you know, this is something that happens very often in this case. And um, so it's not the only time that you don't have contact, but it is one of the times that you don't have contact. So I just want to make that clear. But, you know, I really just want to put the word out there that it's, it's a great idea to listen closely whenever you get feedback with one person, because that could just be them. But if you get the same thing, the same feedback from more than one person, from three, four, five, six, seven people, it's time to change your game. It's time to really look at your behavior, figure out what you can put into place to change it. Now, this is something like, let's say you're not on time and you have ADHD or something like that. This is when you have to kind of bring in the big guns and do whatever you need to do. You know, if you're setting alarms and you lose your phone then or something like that, then yeah, it's time for you to maybe bring in the big guns and maybe work with a coach. Um, there's actually ADHD coaches, you know, whatever you have to do to ensure that your relationships are going to be set up for success and not failure. So it's important to be very good at communicating, hey, this is my need. This is the feedback I have for you. What is your feedback for me? So it has to be a two-way street. And then you follow up with, hey, 
how am I doing on this thing that you complained about, basically? I mean, that you gave me feedback on. How am I doing on that? Do you feel like it's better? Because I'm trying harder and this is what I'm doing. Um, you know, is my performance up to par? And this is what I think a lot of people miss is the communication aspect where they're actually making sure that even if they're trying, they are meeting the other person's need or expectation in the relationship. So when we're doing like a friendship, sibling relationship, spouse, fiance, partner, life partner, significant other, child, um, you know, this, this is very important to accept the feedback, to understand that it's not just always their problem. And it's also good to remember that um, none of us are perfect. This is actually something that's really good to work on. It can be a very positive experience. It can help somebody really gain confidence. And um, in addition, you know, I just think that whenever you realize that your boundaries or your feedback is being ignored and you have told the person very clearly, repeatedly, look, this will happen if this doesn't change or I don't get this need met, that, that you follow through because, you know, life is too short. And if somebody just doesn't care about someone's well-being, then they just aren't ever probably going to make that a priority. So it's something that you have to really put in your your you know, file away in your mind and just be like, wow, you know, is this really something I want to spend my time in my life on? So, um, I would like to do a reading on the air live today. I have a caller named Ashley from Kentucky on the line. Hi, Ashley. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Good. What what would you like to focus on today? Or do you have a specific question that you'd like me to ask spirit? Um, I actually have a really close loved one in heaven, and I have been really, really struggling, and I was wondering if if you can um, connect with this person at all. Okay. Um, Did did this person pass um, recently, or was it like over five years ago, about five years ago? Um, In 2018, actually Father Day weekend. Two years ago. Okay. I'm sorry to hear about your loss. Thank you. It has been a tremendous um, struggle for me. And I really have been um, connecting with like, mediums and stuff like that. So I'm so excited. And thank you so much for giving me a reading. Of course. Yeah. I, I'm happy to do it. Now, I'm feeling... Um, I'm feeling actually a female presence. Um, is this a female that had passed in 2018 or could this be somebody else? Um, that could be somebody else. Um, okay. This person that passed away was like really, really close to me. Um, and this person had cancer. So um, that was like a big thing with that as well. Okay. Um So now I, I'm asking for the person to come through and spirit keeps wanting me to ask you more questions. So, um, so this person was close to you and they had cancer. Now, um, obviously it would be a male because it wasn't female. I did feel a female energy in, uh, come in too. And it kind of felt more like grandma, but sometimes um, past loved ones will sort of give me information about other people. So 
um, it's kind of like a double reading, but um, Spirit wants me to ask you about, because hmm, it's interesting, I was seeing somebody in a hospital bed, you know, obviously if somebody has cancer, they're going to be in a hospital bed, but I'm wondering, um, see, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here for some reason, so I probably just have to ask you another question. Was this a husband? Um, now, or, that's for my grandfather, and I will let you know, every time I've gotten a reading, they say that he's kind of, he's a very, very private person, so maybe if I tell the universe, you know, Apple, could you please come through, it's safe, it's good, um, maybe that will help, because I always get into the superfic, I come across these sometimes, but sometimes he's just very, very private, and he's like so comfortable. I know that sounds so weird. No, it doesn't sound weird at all. Actually, it's really common, and I don't feel bad when I'm when I when somebody comes through and it's hard to read because it's always there's always a reason behind it. So now that you say he's a very private person, it makes sense because they have the same, you know, they have the same personality. Um, did did his wife pass? Your grandma. Um, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I'm just wondering if, who the female is, because I'm wondering if that might be grandma. Did his wife pass? So, um, no, but his grandmother, which would have been my great-grandma, um, they were extremely, extremely close, and sometimes she comes into the reading, too. Um, but I have, I've, I've never met her. I mean, I might have met her when I was like a little, little baby, like a newborn. Uh, but I, you know, I don't really know much about her or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Because I do feel that there's a grandmother energy that first came through, you know, that I told you about. And I, uh, you know, like you said, he, he obviously is a very private person. So I would, I'm, I'm also asking spirits permission. We just probably had to go through these little details first to kind of get to where we we need to be, but I am seeing, um, now something that is, um, pink. It looks like a pink heart and almost like, almost like a red heart, um, that you'd see in Catholic art or something like that with the light beams behind it. I'm not sure if like a pink heart or red heart means anything to you. No. Or Catholic. Is there anybody in the family who's Catholic? No. Okay, that's okay. We'll just follow that away. Um, okay. Yeah, because I just, um, I'm kind of drawing a blank. So I'm going to ask Spirit if there's another way that I can get through. It's probably because he does this during readings pretty regularly. But also that's an identifying feature. He's letting you know that it's him that way. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, um You know, I'm getting confirmation from spirit that that they will allow him to come through and that, that we can do this today. So I'm just going to keep seeing okay. what I get. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can figure out, you know, I'm seeing the Virgin Mary now. So here we have the Virgin Mary. We have a Catholic heart. And I'm wondering if there's some tie that you can think of to Catholicism, Virgin Mary, or the, the heart of uh, Mary or Christ. Okay. Um, 
and, and it's okay if you can't think of it right now. Sometimes this comes through and then you'll see it later this week and you can just kind of file it away. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see it on an advertisement or you'll see it on a billboard or something like that. So um, just keep that in mind. Virgin Mary, Catholicism. Um, yeah. So hmm, I think I'm going to pull a card because this one's a little tricky. He's very, you know, it's interesting because I see him in the spirit world and it's like he's hiding behind something. Um, but the first thing that I'm feeling is that now, did your grandfather, I feel like he had a good influence on people. It was almost like he was the knight in shining armor or he can't, he was very supportive of others, was very um, honest, helpful, kind of came in and yep. saved the, the day. Okay. So now he's coming through. We're kind of getting him to come through a little at a time. And he's, oh my goodness, is he shy? Is he shy? Uh, he can be. He can be. Okay. I think he's shy with me for some reason. Um, and I think it's just because he needs a little time to warm up to somebody. Yeah. And, um, like, his his mother, his mother is, like, she has powers. Like, she, um, like, she can, like, talk to spirits and stuff. And I have been told from... Uh, like mediums and stuff that like I'm kind of gifted, but I don't use it to my advantage. I'm supposed to, and he sometimes has a hard time even connecting with him. He's I don't know. He's just very, 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 very private. And um, I normally always get this, and I'm you know I've been trying to practice my own um, spiritual stuff. So I you know I was really hoping that today you know he would feel comfortable and and know this this is a safe place to talk. And you know I just want to know. You know, is he okay? Is he happy? You know, just um, with Christmas coming up, like I just really struggle, and um, so I, you know, I just hope that he comes through for you. Yeah, he is. It's just taking a little time, but this is what we. This is how this goes. That's that's his um, signature. From what you're telling me with your other mediums that you've worked with. That's his signature way of coming through. He takes a little time. He's slow. And it's it's fine because we have some time today to kind of ease him out of that place. Um, but I do see that he is slowly kind of coming out of um, where I would see some greenery. It's like he's in a garden in the spirit world. He has a place with his with his mother. And I felt that felt very grandmother to me. Um, and I feel like she watches you and your family and kind of cheers you guys on in a very good, positive way. And she's with him, and he's showing me the earth. So he's showing me that he has a connection to the earth or plants. I'm not sure if he was a gardener or yeah, this he loved is plants. So crazy! Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Um, he planted tomato plants um, by his house because I live in his house now, and um, this tomato plant literally grows back. And I have cut the roots and everything. Every time I pull the weeds up at the end of the summer. This tomato plant literally grows all the time. And it's like where he's planted them years and years ago. Yeah. So that's his second confirmation that it is him. He's showing me the plants and he's showing me that he has a big garden now. And what's interesting is I'm getting, I'm getting chills, which means that this is a yes. 
he's growing this entire garden on the other side now. It, it kind of sounds interesting to people that in the spirit world we would have plants like we have here, but everything is just the same. It's just more um, light. It's it, it's much more intense, like lit up, and it's 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 an incredible world. And he's behind this um, vine, and he's kind of peeking out from behind it and looking at me like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a few things, but it takes me a little while which is fine, but he's showing me the plants. He's showing me that he has this garden and he wants you to know that his connection from the spirit world and those plants is, is directly tied to this tomato plant that he planted while he was alive. He can communicate with you through this plant. And I know that to some people that can sound a little different, but that's, that's basically what they have to do if, if they can't get through to you in other ways. So he's using this tomato plant and you're obviously noticing it because the first thing you said was the tomato plant, right? Yeah. So he, he is just, um, now I don't know if he liked plays or theatrical or movies. Was he a big movie buff or something? Um, yeah, I was a big TV show person. Like he was like the walking dead and stuff like that. Like really big, like every Sunday and Wednesday when it come on, like he's like, I'm busy. I'm watching my TV show. Okay. Yeah. Because what's really fun is, um, I, you, you might know this, you might not about your grandfather, but he's in a costume right now and it looks like a medieval costume. And he's telling me that he's doing a performance in the spirit world. And he always wanted to be on TV. He always wanted to be in a sitcom. He always wanted to perform, but he didn't tell anybody because it was so personal. And what's interesting is it took him a little while to came to come through and feel you know, comfortable with me because I feel like he's going to share some really vulnerable things. So that's probably why it took him yeah. a little while. He wanted yeah. to be an actor. He wanted to be on TV. This was one of his things that he, he had fantasies about. And I'm not sure if it was like Jaja Gabor or Marilyn Monroe or something like that, but I feel like he just had like the biggest crush on these women that were act actresses. Back in the day, yeah, um, because he's, I mean, he's showing me, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could definitely um, see that uh, he loves comedy. Like he loves always like making people laugh and acting out scenes. So thinking about that, I mean, it kind of matches a little bit. Like that's kind of cool. Like if he's hearing that and stuff, that like I don't know. I just I'm glad that he's able to maybe do stuff that he couldn't do here on earth you know yeah and you know the interesting thing is that um he wants you to know that in life he he definitely did a lot of the things he wanted to do but he still had more visions and more goals that he didn't really get to meet because of you know his life kind of being cut short there with the cancer but he wants you to know that he has continued all the things that he set out to do and even more. So he's even getting more opportunity in the spirit world. Um, he's, he's in a really light, beautiful place with a lot of blue sky and it's, it's kind of representative of a beach. I don't know. There's water there. Did he like the like lakes or fishing or something like that? Yeah, he loves to fish. Um, he just loves to be outside. He, um, he, he had, like, he loved to have his own business. He even had, like, this, like, yard sale business, which I know sounds so weird. But 
uh, he would like buy stuff and literally resell it, drink his sweet tea outside and sit out in the sun and like resell things and garden and fish. Um, he was all about, he, he loved being outside in the sun. He said being in the sun just made himself so good. Um, so the atmosphere being like bright and sunny, like that, that's him. Like that's what he loves every day. Okay, that makes sense because he's still in the same, um, he still has the same personality. He still likes all the same things. He's he's um, acting now in the spirit world. He has people that he does this with. He has family members that he's seeing. His mother's there. He is, um, he's, he's like laughing now. So he kind of put his hand on his hip and he's like laughing. Um so he, I, I think, I think he's laughing like at what's happening right now that I'm doing a reading and that I'm communicating um, between you two. I'm like mediating between you two. I think he finds this almost funny, like in life, he'd be like, yeah, that doesn't work. And yes. now what's happening, he finds it very ironic. Yeah. Like he, um, like talking to mediums and stuff, he believed it. But he was always like, I can see y'all now. Once I'm gone, y'all are going to be trying to contact me through all these mediums and stuff. So um, <laughs> he did say that to me. So, and I can just imagine it. Like, I'm sitting on my floor, like, listening. He's probably, like, laughing. Like, I can't believe. Like, doesn't surprise me pretty much. Yeah, he's he's really happy. He's in a great mood. You know, of course, he's very happy. There's none of the things that weighed him down in the in his life in this spirit world. So he's just happy. He's busy. He's doing a lot. And he's, he's just kind of shrugging off like the whole just dying thing. And and, and, uh, this is like the message that he wants to send to you is that the hard part was being alive and the hard part was having cancer and the hard part was being in pain and having to deal with all the medical stuff and not being able to do all the things he wanted to do. And now he has all this freedom and he's like, he's like, that was easy. This, and, and this is like, I don't know. He's, he's saying that it was just so easy compare. I mean, the, the sacrifices that he made in life were, um, he can't even believe where he is now and what the payoff has been basically. Like, he's like, that was so easy. And he's like, it really isn't that big of a deal to pass. And he wants you to know that he's not only okay, he is thriving. He has an entire life that he has there. And he's, he's like, yeah, you're just, it's not a big deal to him. He's like, you're just going to come and be with me when it was someday way down the road. When you, you know, when you come here, he's like, you can come and see all of this. He, it's like you would be showing up at his house as usual. Um, do you, do you think that you can ask him, um, his wife, his, well, his ex-wife and him, um, which is my grandma, they are best friends. Like to the day that, um, he passed away, she was there by his bedside with us, super close. Um, her fiance just passed away and we've had to move her here with us. And, um, I wanted to know if he was able to maybe con, you know, is he in contact with her fiance, which was a male as well. Um, let's see. Um, that sounds crazy, but they were, um, the, the guy that passed away, my grandma's fiance and him were actually pretty good friends as well. They were pretty close. 
Yeah, he he's saying that um, he's not in contact right now. He's just saying it's just not the appropriate time for him to be in contact. Um, he's just kind of shaking his head no and shrugging. He's just having a really good time. And he just, it, it's like all of these heavy things were lifted off his shoulders. He's kind of got this attitude of like, you know, everything's just moving on as usual. I'm out of time now. You know, if, I'd love to continue your reading. Um, you can always contact me at AnnaOlsonIntuitive.com. Um but thank you so much for calling in and um, contact me on Anna Olson Intuitive on Facebook too if you'd like to continue the reading. I'd love to keep getting more messages through. We we spent a lot of time kind of getting him out of his shell, but um, I appreciate you calling in and I'd love to continue it. 